That's what we're going to start now. Uh, hi, I'm comedian Jeff Bodart. This is like the tenth time we've done this shit, and you're watching The Ego's Last Stand. When I come around, got the whole thing wobbing. And we're back for another amazing episode of The Eagles Last Stand. And I have to enunciate that because every time I say that really fast, people go, The Eagles Last That's Stand. That's what I thought you said when you first <laughs> right. said it. I'm like, well, what's the theme of this thing? Right. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's about Eagles. It's Native American type thing. But, uh, you know, so we're kind of in a special place tonight. We're at the Comedy Caravan in Louisville. Yeah. And I tell you what, it's been a weekend because I am joined with our host this weekend, which was David Williams, and the headline. Which is Elliot Chang, and we just I, guys. I thought we rocked it this oh, weekend. Man. We really had a great show, and I was saying the last show of the week was fantastic. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I was like, what a way to go out on it. Because sometimes like it's a second show might be light, and I was like, ah, whatever. I mean, I was already happy with the other shows, but it was almost it was very. You asked me how you how I felt, and like it's kind of bittersweet. It's yeah, like, it is. Know, you almost were like, come on, let's just do another show at one a.m. Let's do another one. <laughs> right? Don't, well, look, don't we have shows at, like Sunday? Can we do Sunday? Yeah, let's just keep going. But it's like, look, yeah. you, you got to leave sometime. Dude. Yeah. You you know, and I'd rather leave on a note like that. And I no, think, exactly. You know, I, don't I, I thought these two shows on Saturday were amazing. They were great. Yes, I, mean, I agree. Just, everybody, I think, had a great time. And, uh, you know, the club's been great. I mean, God, this, this club's amazing. I fell in love with this club over this week. Yeah. I, I, my first time here, everyone, the staff is so nice. Um, everyone's so nice. I like the hotel. I was able to walk to the buffet. So, like, that's all I needed. <laughs> you know, that's all I needed every day, just stuffing myself. So, I can't wait to come back. You know, being a fat guy, I enjoy being able to walk to the buffet. <laughs> I prefer if I could ride somewhere to the buffet. Yeah, that's but, you it, know, that, walking's yeah. fine. Yeah. That's fine. David, how was your weekend, man? Oh, it was a dream come true, I'm man. telling you. We talked about this, dude. Oh, it was dude. Just, and, and, like, so just to, just to, you know, bring you up to speed on this, all right, so, um, so how many times have you emceed at a professional club during a professional show? This is actually my first time, What? Oh, <laughs> this is I, my I knew you said this time. was your first time here. I didn't know that. Like, no, I thought you did. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have assumed that. Oh, thank you very I much. Just, I like, you know, oh, okay. That's, well, good for you. Dude, that, you did great. That's why you're wearing the blazer. <laughs> Josh told me. I tell you what. Anytime, dress up. Anytime I MC, I always dress because I'm representing the club, and that was just my thing. You know? you know, it's better to be overdressed than underdressed. So, like, you know, like, so, yeah, because, like, I mean, when it because Thursday we're all just kind of casual. When it came out on Friday, right. I'm like, oh damn, like David has a, a suit on. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> you know, so but whatever. We all, we all had a good time. Better, cool. better, better. better. Gotta, Thank you. Got to adjust his, his sound there. Cool. Perfect. Uh, so. So, uh, out of all the shows that I've done, this is the first time I actually got to officially be in the middle. Oh, okay. Because I've mixed featured plenty right. of times. I've done two-man shows, but I've never actually got to sit in the sweet spot before. And it's nice and warm. Isn't it nice? <laughs> you don't, usually no check spot. I, they're not too tired yet. They're yeah. warmed up. You bastard. You the, it's like the best. The feature spot is the best. I, I, honestly, I was so comfortable. I wanted to you know, pee and shit in my pants. There I you was go. just like, I don't want to move. I'm just, I'm good. It's really, is it, is it, it's really, really. And there's not a lot of pressure on you either because you're no. like, hey, I just got to rock it. And like, you know, like um, if I don't do as well, no, remember, because I'm not the main thing. But if I do really great, everyone will be impressed because I'm not the main thing. So like, well, you, you'll get to, dude, Josh, you should be the headliner. Like, you know, like that's great. I don't think that's, I, I'm not, in no danger of that happening. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you saying that, 
But uh, no, I mean, I, I thought I thought at collectively it was a great show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, dude, you're funny as hell. I think I appreciate. And that. Uh, you know, we we discussed it. I mean, I absolutely enjoy the way you frame your jokes. I mean, it's just it's really fun, and, and I think the crowds really picked up on it. I love the fact that you can go into a room like we had a couple like one night specifically yeah. that was like just cold. No <laughs> yeah. Any of us, what any of us are doing? And you were out there, and you just like robbed them of their dignity, and they were just like forced into going. All right, fine. I'm going to laugh now. Right, I'm gonna right, laugh. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm used to that though. I mean, like I go into every situation going like, look, no matter what happens, I know I'm going to have fun. Right. You know, I hope everyone does. And uh, you know, I, it's funny because I don't ever have the same game plan. I'm like, I'll just figure it out on my feet. Of like, all right, what's going on with this crowd? Sure. This is how I'll deal with it. But uh, you know, I don't think it, I don't think anything's. I never had a show where it's like I just couldn't figure anything out. Right. You know. You know. I definitely have had like sets that didn't go as well as I wanted to, but I've never just totally eaten my dick the entire set. Right. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah it was funny. Uh, not too long ago, um, I was. They asked me to open up for a, a comedy competition. Yeah. All right. So I go in there and I'm hitting them with my A stuff, and like these people are just like, "Look, fat guy. Yeah. We're not here to watch you." Mm-hmm. And it's like I got off the stage and I'm like, "I'm like, you know, E equals MC. Like it's still all funny. Like what's going on?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, right. And a buddy of mine took me aside and he goes, "Well, they're just dicks. You know, they're, yeah, they're not here to see you." <laughs> Dude, sometimes there's one or two dicks in the audience, and sometimes everyone in the audience is <laughs> It's rare, but sometimes you're like, you know, I, I really think it's them. Especially if every comic on the lineup was like saying the same thing. It's like, right. you know it's not you. It's like, yeah. yeah, everyone agrees. It's a bad audience. Yeah. What can you do? No. What can you do? Yeah, I, I did a, a Mick Featured for, and that's what we call being an MC and <laughs> okay. Featured, Mick okay. Featured. Okay. Yeah. And so I Mick Featured for this one uh, comic who's been doing comedy for 30 years, mm-hmm. and uh, she never, ever drinks on stage. Mm-hmm. And I got off stage, and she was like, woo, they're rough on you. I said, yeah, you better buckle your safety belt. <laughs> she got on the stage five minutes. She was like, can I get a beer? Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Let me loosen up. No, for, yeah. sure, for sure. I mean, the roughest crowd I ever had, um, when you go to when you go to L.A., actually, they changed the name. It used to be Monday night at the Holiday Improv is, is the Black Comedy Night, um, and it's called it was called Mo Better Mondays. And I was coming from New York where I, I did a lot of black rooms. I'm like, I can do this. Yeah. And people were like warning me, hey, listen, this, this room is different from all the black rooms. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You, got, you don't know what you're talking about. I, I got a lot of history with this. And it was rough. It was. I was like, "Whoa, this is a rough crowd." And I remember, in the middle of my set, and I, I like, I didn't do really well. In the middle of my set, I just looked at the crowd. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to do all my time. That's right." You know, <laughs> like, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm supposed to be here. I'm, I'm going to finish." And then, but that was, I mean, that was really rough. But you know what? It happens. What are you yeah. going to do? You know, the, the most important thing I think is you just land on your feet and you just yeah, keep going. Just keep going. What you are you going to do? Um, especially, you know, as an MC, one of the things that I, I found ended up being difficult is like if you have a, a feature or a headliner that's got a hard name. You know, yeah. name. Oh, so uh, I was introducing Mark Shalafu, and I don't know if you know Mark. No, no, Mark no. Mark's okay. a Cincinnati comedian, extremely funny, okay. great guy. But his last name does not look like how how like like it's spelled completely different than yeah. Shalafu. It doesn't look like it at all. So I like phonetically put it on my hand and Mark goes, listen, just whatever you say, just stick it. Just stick to it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They're not here to see me. Yeah. I was like, great, you know, that's great. I think I introduced him as uh Shalwanda one right. night, uh, uh, Shalafi one time. It's just, it was like, <laughs> whatever, just, yeah, here he is, Shalafi. Come on, everybody, he's on stage. <laughs> you know, I mean, luckily, like, you know, it's funny because Elliot Chang, um, there was a time when I started, I was thinking about changing my name. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? And because I was like, I don't think it's a good name. And I was, I was going to take my, um, my uh, baptized name, which is Vincent. 
and my nickname as a kid, which was King, because like when I was a little kid, my, my parents would call me King, you know, and I was like, oh, I'll be Vincent King, you know, and I was like, I think it's a cool name, but then I, one of my friends, uh, one of my classmates was like, um, she's like, you're going to change your name? She's like, Elliot Chang is like the perfect name for comedy, and I was like, it is? She's like, yeah, it's a great name, like, first of all, Chang, can't mess that up, and Elliot, it's like, that's like a comedy name, I'm like, oh, because I, I grew up not liking my name, yeah. and then I was like, okay, and then, well, now it's too late, now it's definitely going to have to stick, because I've got credits under that, but like, yeah, I, I always wonder, like, I don't think people have any trouble with my name, right, you know, anyway. See, I had a similar thing with my name, David Williams, right. dude. I try to get people to find me on Facebook, and there's like a million of them, oh, that, dude, I'm, I'm you know? Say. Or do, do ever people ever go, oh, I thought it was, I thought it was David Williams. Uh, all the time, All the time. Or, did, all the or they'll time. be like, oh, I, thought, I looked up Dave Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep. common name, so what are you going to do? And, and speaking of credits, uh, Chelsea Lately. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just recently had, uh, what the hell is his name? I, I never remember the guy. Chris oh, Chris, Chris, Chris Rangiola. Yeah. Great guy. Such a sweet guy. I, I was telling you that the, um, I remember, because uh, I, I knew him in L.A. Right. And the first time I was doing Chelsea Lately, I was like really nervous. And Jen Kirkman and him both gave me a lot of advice. And more than they needed to. Like, I just happened to see them at some event. And I pulled them aside. I'm like, hey, I'm doing the show next week. Do you have any advice? And they actually, t- both of them talked to me for like 40 minutes each. To be like, yeah. oh, don't worry about it. Blah, 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 blah. And then I remember I told you the day of like and Chris knew when I was taping but after after our initial talk I didn't really follow up with him I was like oh thank you so much but that day he actually I was in the makeup chair and he pops his head in I'm like oh and he's like hey what's up and I'm like oh what's up I mean because I knew he wasn't on the panel that day and he's like yeah I just came in to you know give you a pep talk and don't worry about it remember what I said just a really cool super cool guy and then every time I run into him ever since he's just a nice guy he, he is just cool, a, he, incredibly congenial very, yeah very nice man very nice man um, very funny too by the way very funny absolutely but you know when you're when you're funny and nice is clearly why he does well in the business. It's right. like he's talented, and who doesn't want to work with someone who's a nice person? Right. Exactly, you know? man. And uh, he, he uh, his delivery on stage yeah. is just it's it's Chris. There's like nobody else yeah. that does it like he does. And uh, so we, we asked him to come over for the the podcast, and we were absolutely thrilled that he, he agreed. Yeah. And uh, so he's walking over from in, in, on Lexington Green in, in Comedy Off Broadway. The hotel is right there on Lexington Green, okay. so they can just walk over and he's walking over and he's wearing the Marvel disguise <laughs> he, he has sunglasses and okay. the hat on and okay. I'm like yeah Cap that's not gonna work like we still know it's you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was like ah alright I got gotcha. you you're not that famous Chris come on <laughs> people are like Chris my panties anyway uh, <laughs> I'm sure you'd love to hear that more but he absolutely absolutely would he's he's. Uh, it's funny that all the, the famous people he worked at bars with yeah I mean it just uh, you have experience like that you like when you're first starting working with like famous people that are like now they're huge and you're like I have hey. I, know, I know a lot of people that I started with that um, and I, I was mentioning this I'm like I don't know what's, if it's sad or a cool thing I'm like yeah like I remember like you know I remember when Aziz Ansari came to New York and when Kevin Hart did and then I remember sharing the stage with Bill Burr and Jim Gaffigan and those guys are huge now and but oh but at the same time we always knew like those guys are great they're just so strong as far as comedians and this is before they were famous like there was a reputation within New York itself. It's like, oh, you haven't seen Billy Burr, and that's when he went by Billy Burr. It's like you haven't seen Bill- this guy oh, Billy wow. Burr, and like cool. everyone, he that. was like he was like New York famous. Like everyone in New York is like, yo, this guy's just unstoppable. He's gonna be great, and like yeah, he's he's huge, and like. Um, I just treat everyone the same. I don't really actually get starstruck like in the years that I lived in L.A. because I'm like, 
you know, maybe if I was more of an actor, I would. But as a comedian, we're just like, yeah, whatever. Everyone's a person. I'm just a comedian. Are you funny? You know, like the, actually, the only time there's only been a few times I'm in Starstruck, and one time I've met. This has nothing to do with comedy. I read, I met Randy the Natural Couture, who's a UFC MMA legend, five time heavyweight champion, and uh, he came in with Joe Rogan, of course. You know, and I I, I was talking to Joe. I'm like, hey, Joe, can I? Could you introduce me to Randy? <laughs> I, I, I've never been starstruck. I was like, "Can you, uh, mm-hmm. can you introduce me to Randy?" And Joe's like, "Yeah, of course," because he's probably used to it. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, hey, Randy!" And I was, I was shaking. I've never. Been, I was like, "Hey, I just want, I want to say, I just really respect the way you hand yourself inside and outside the cage." <laughs> can, can I get a picture? <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, of course." And I was like, "Joe, can you take a picture for me?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." And it's so funny. I wrap my arm around, and I didn't know I did this. And it's funny because Joe was laughing. I went like, uh, "You guys can't see." Um, oh, you can't. You yeah, can't you can see. see. I went like I did the thing like this and I put my fist up and then afterwards Joe was like everyone does that <laughs> everyone's like no one no like you didn't talk to Randy about it like everyone he Randy put his arm, hand, fist up you put your fist up everyone does it and I remember I was like thank you so much thank you Randy and I walked away and I remember I was like shaking for about 10 minutes in the corner I'm like I can't believe I read it you know that's and again Starstruck. yeah Absolutely. but that's Starstruck but, yeah. but that's because like I guess that's someone who I really looked up to but with like you know you see celebrities all the time in LA you're like alright sure. whatever yeah you know who knows maybe if it was someone like really big like like a Tom Hanks or something like that you know someone I really grew up watching but there's a lot of you see a lot of like stars you know who are like been stars for three or four years and like if I saw Ariana Grande I'd be like alright cool that's her but I'm not like I don't really care right you know so whatever right who who from your childhood would be someone you'd be like one flew over the cuckoo's nest like like Steve Martin Martin obviously these are all comedy people you know well it's because I mean like is that somebody you looked up to why you started comedy not actually it's not I mean my first influence in comedy was believe it or not stand up comedy was Richard Pryor because I didn't even know he was a comedian I was watching like you know when his movies would be on TV I'm like this is a really funny actor like the toy or like any any movie he did like Brewster's Millions like I love this guy it's funny two of my favorite Richard Pryor I, yeah movies. I love it I love it and then my friend like gave me like which which album was it, it was like Live on the Sunset Strip and Jesus. I'm like and I, I was like this guy's a comedian I didn't know that yeah. and that was the first time fire yeah and that, fire was, that was my stage. first experience with stand up comedy because like I only had seen it like you know on TV it's very watered down yeah and I listened I'm like oh my god I've right. never heard comedy like this. like I, I did the thing like I couldn't tell my parents I had it yeah because it's like too dirty sure but um, but definitely like um, I remember movie wise outside of stand up comedy like my comedy heroes was like like Steve Martin I remember the first time I saw like The Jerk and I didn't know what it was <laughs> and I just saw the name like The Jerk I'm like huh what is this and it was just so ridiculous I was like right. this movie is hilarious I don't even know what I'm watching I don't even know if I fully understand comedy but I'm like I love this and then I realized he had like a whole like a, I mean, look at his look at all the movies he's done it's amazing amazing he's one after the other and so that's that. I bet that would be one person I probably wouldn't even talk to him but I can't talk to him no, I, I, I'm probably right there with you like yeah. obviously I named the podcast after something that yeah. he said yeah. and uh, you know I, I've, I've read all his books I've listened to I, did, I took his master class okay. on how to do stand up comedy because like I idolize that man yeah yeah and listening to him talk about stories about when he first started out doing comedy, he said he didn't understand like that he actually could do it until one time he was in an auditorium at a college and he was doing this show and he was just in the middle of one of his bits about 
about, you know, hey, I'm going to leave now. Why don't everybody come with me? You know, yeah. one of those things. And he's walking out, and the whole auditorium emptied out behind him. <laughs> and, like, he's in the hallway, and all these kids are like, where, where are we where going? Are we going? Yeah. And he's like, well, let's go this way. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, he ended up in the pool, yeah. like, that was empty because it was, like, you know, wintertime, and, the, like, the pool wasn't open. But, it, like, he ended up in the pool with, like, 500 kids. Wow. And he's like, you know, really, the show's over now. Yeah, now the show's <laughs> over. Everyone go home. But, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just to hear him talk about, you know, like, you don't really understand where the switch happens. All of a sudden, boom, you've got this following. Yeah. You know, when when did you know that it was, like, all of a sudden people are just like, hey, L.A. Chang. You know, actually, it wasn't, it wasn't any TV stuff. That, it was YouTube, man, which yeah. is crazy. I get people coming up to me like, oh, yeah, I came to the show because I saw your face and I follow you on YouTube. I'm like, oh, cool. Did you check out my TV special? And they're like, oh, you've been on TV? Oh. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. It used to be like, oh, you get a, you know, let's get a Comedy Central half hour. And now, now like, almost no one cares anymore. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's, I'm, we're glad you have credits. Cool. But, like, you know, it's more about going viral on YouTube, yeah. which is which is hard to do. But, like, I mean, I lucked out that my, my Heckler videos went viral, and that's what built a following. And then I just started doing videos about anything, about, like, dating advice, life advice. And it's weird, like, you know... I can't like during Steve Martin's time you, you didn't have that so you either made no. a movie or you didn't right right, right. You, know? you got on the Tonight Show or you didn't oh you didn't that was yeah. it you cut it's weird you had no control so now we have more control over our exposure but now there's so many ways to get exposed so it's like I it's all diluted hmm. so which is better would it be better to have like three TV networks and get on one and that's it you're famous or it's like well there's now 500 opportunities to do stand up somehow on TV <laughs> but will people see it so right, right. I don't know I'm just lucky that all, all I know is like look all I can have control over is am I funny so I put out videos but the, the the thing I work on the most is like my stand up like I definitely want if people come to see me live they don't regret it they're not like oh you know your videos were much better I've seen you live right. you're not funny actually <laughs> and of course I want I want the comedy club bookers to be happy I don't want them to be like yeah he's you know he's got TV credits but he sucked you know I would actually we're talking about I would rather be like hey maybe he doesn't have a lot of, a lot of credits but we really like him as a comedian sure. so we'll have him back because like that's what it comes down to I've, with audiences no matter what credits you have after five minutes they're like alright whatever are you funny right yeah. so and we talk about that too there's a lot of there's a lot of people in this business who are very funny and not famous and there's a lot of people who are famous and I'm like I personally don't think that guy's funny at all no, right. Totally, right. Totally, right. Totally I won't that. name names I'm not a jerk but I'm like there's so many people I'm like if I if I, if I could wave a wand if I own Netflix I'm like these are the people that would have specials right now yeah you know no totally uh, we gotta take a break for a sponsor message oh. so uh, give us a uh, Three seconds to get back to you on that. What's up, Kentucky? This is Rex Chapman. I've struggled with addiction in the past. Today, I'm often asked where someone can turn for help. Bridgeway Institute Kentucky offers NAD Plus IV therapy to end addiction without horrible withdrawals. I've used NAD Plus. NAD Plus is a revolutionary treatment that helps heal the brain-destroying disease of addiction. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, visit Bridgeway Institute at bridgewaywellnessgroup.com. You might just be the one to save a life. That's bridgewaywellnessgroup.com. 
And we're back. And uh, I tell you what, uh, if you haven't been to Kmart before, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I love awesome. that joke, man. It would be awesome if they actually sponsored us. We're bankrupt, but we're going to sponsor, yeah, sponsor yeah. this pissant fucking podcast. Any, by the way, if anyone's ever been in a Kmart, were you surprised when they started shutting down? It's like, oh, yeah, we always thought they were shut down. It was, they just didn't lock the door. It's like, any Kmart I've been in, I'm like, this should close tomorrow. Right. It's kind of how I feel about a lot of stores now days like walmart used to be such a great store mm-hmm. and now it is like the dregs of humanity yeah. drag through there it's an indoor yard sale you know it is yeah and you know why because a lot of them are 24 hours so people yeah. are like let's just go to walmart and like when you go at one in the morning no one dresses up no and i've seen and as a comic i've been in walmart after oh, yeah. midnight because the show ends and i'm like everything's closed i'm like well i just want to go get a snack or a soda sure if there's a walmart it's going to be open and you go in there and everyone i'm like did you just roll out of bed and a lot of times I'm like, i think they did yeah i think they just rolled <laughs> Because like they're just wearing ridiculous outfits. I'm like, all right, why yeah. not? The, those stores, like, like I'll take a Walmart though any day over a Dollar General. <laughs> My God, <laughs> Dollar so Generals! It, it's like, let me wrap up some crap and sell it to you for a dollar. You don't need that dollar. Give me, give me your dollar. I'll, I'll give you this rolled up piece of crap. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's disposable items that they yeah. sell at these. And they're stores. like, it's a dollar. What are you going to say? No, right? Just get it. Right. You know, you're, you're like, but you can get paper towels for a dollar. Yeah, but there's three paper towels. Come on, <laughs> go, go, spend three bucks and get a friggin' full roll what are you doing <laughs> but like actually the dollar store is where i go if i just want like a quick snack i'm like, you, you, I'm like all right i just want like a chocolate bar and i'm like i'll get a no name brand i've never seen before I'm like it's a dollar forget it why right. not you know if you want to watch a movie from like 1970 yeah you can sure. get one of those there too which for is sure, fantastic sure. i hate them as almost as much as i hate flat earth people and vegans oh. i hate vegans okay. <laughs> i really do no i hate them i like first off fuck you all right so second off like you know ten thousand years of evolution to put this like hard calcium in our mouth to choose fucking let it, fuck you you're not choosing let it alright I'm done I'm done sorry, sorry I'm gonna get on a rant I'll, you know I get on rants about that shit I hate that shit it's all good I agree <laughs> he says it's all good I, I agree, agree. Yeah, good alright that's good and, and you know we will always be coming along that way I, I can't wait till they get a comic on the, the show that's like you know I, I'm a vegan well I mean I know a few vegans in LA they're actually nice about it that's that's a difference I don't think we hate vegans because of their lifestyle it's sure. the ones with attitude it's yeah. the ones that gotta bring it up every yeah, five seconds Exactly. You the bring ones that think they're better than they're, you they're better because than you. they're a vegan. Yeah, it's yeah. like, bro, no. And, you know, and they, they, they say it like in Jewish people are like, Jesus, I bring up a Jew all the time, but you say vegan more than I say yeah, Jew. Exactly. So it's like, my God. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't, to each his own, but I wouldn't right. like, shove my stuff in their face. I'm like, you know, I do a lot of things that I believe are right, but I'm like, I'm not going to tell you what to right. do, man. You're all grown ups here, man. Right. I mean, right, like man. I, I did a census aside from India, only 10% of the world are vegan slash vegetarians. Only 10%. Okay? You guys don't have the numbers. <laughs> you don't have the numbers. All right? India, fuck you. We don't have the numbers. India is like 30% vegan. Do you know that? Yeah. Like, the majority of that com- country wow. is just vegan. So, okay. I know too much about so this So, the question shit. is, all right, so I, I, I always ask, like, if there was an apocalypse, and, like, because everyone jokes about, like, oh, eating dog is disgusting. I'm like, listen, if you're starving, <laughs> you think, I wouldn't even, like, hesitate. I'm like, yeah, I saw a cat or a dog or a squirrel. I caught it. Yeah, I ate it. Absolutely. Not even questioning. <laughs> so, well, dogs have souls. Yeah, and souls are delicious when you're starving. I'm hungry. So the know? Asian guy will eat dog. Okay. I, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Not first so the choice, joke was real. Yeah, the it's, joke was real. It's the elephant in the room. I'm sorry I had to bring it. No, dude. I'm like, I've yeah. actually eaten dog. I've oh, eaten dog I, and how cat. Does it, how does it taste? Okay, so dog is like a stringy beef. Okay. And cat tastes like chicken. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I've, I've had frog. I've had shark. Had frog, uh, shark. I've yeah, had... shark steaks are amazing. Yeah, they're, it's very shark. interesting. I've had rabbit. Um, 
oh, what else? I forgot. I haven't. I haven't had veal or venison yet. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I just, it just haven't had. It. I've had reindeer. You've you know? had reindeer? Yeah. It just, it just tastes like a more chewy sausage. It doesn't really taste any gamier. Yeah, yeah, you know. But I mean, it's all about how they like. We, can, David and I can get our guns out of our trucks and go <laughs> shoot you deer right now if you want. You are in let's Kentucky. Do let's do it. He said, "Let's <laughs> do it." By the way, last week, last week I was in upstate New York and I'm driving home from my friend's house. He lives upstate. I was visiting. I not five minutes, and I left around like midnight. Not five minutes out of his house, I saw a deer on the side of the road. But I've never seen this because I've seen deer carcasses. But it was obviously I got, got hit by a car or something. But it was lying on its side, but its legs were just straight out. Oh, it's... and I've never seen that before. I'm like, okay. But then, like three minutes later, there's another deer just standing on the side of the road, just looking dead at me and almost looking like, "Have you seen my brother?" Oh. Like the, it was so sad because I'm like, it was just like it didn't run away. You think it would run away when it's your car? It was just yeah. like looking at me, and I'm like, does he know that other deer? It was so eerie because it was the proximity. I'm like, this is really eerie. It's just like I feel so bad for the family. We yeah. should write a card. I don't want to be the one to tell him. You know? <laughs> I, was, I was half thinking. I was half thinking like, should I drive back and pick up the deer? Like, would I be able to like bring it to a butcher shop or something? Or like, I'm like, I don't know. All right, anyway. It ends up being Tommy Boy. He wakes up in your car. I know, exactly. exactly. Oh, I thought about like, what if it's just knocked out? Right. That's or, why its legs are out like that. Yeah. yeah. But, right, anyway. but I've never seen that before because I've seen like deer on the side, but it's weird how his legs were just straight out and yeah. like, sticking up. And I'm like, that's kind of, it was kind of comical. Well, I mean, w- when they've been on the side of the road for a little while, like in the heat, like the gases build up, so oh. everything stretches out. Oh! Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, damn. All right. And then the, the vultures come down and poke a hole and it goes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Now I know. Yeah. Now I know. yeah. Anyway, this is a great uh, comedy podcast, by the way. <laughs> we're talking about like, I, I, we're, dude, I, I have I have so many tangents in my brain. I'm so, I don't even know how I brought up to you. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Hey. Absolutely. This this is the essence of why this podcast exists. We want we want your tangents to slide cool. there and there and smack the ceiling. And we, we like that. So right. you, you keep talking about whatever the hell you want to talk about. Besides, we just finished doing a weekend of five shows. We're, we're all pretty loopy at this point. That's so. true. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. And this is the first time that, that we've done a podcast after a comedy show, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I just want because I just, you know, I just always like to save my voice as much as possible no, on the stage. That's and, understandable. You know, like, actually, not even just like, you know, you're worried about like, oh, my voice is getting hoarse, but you just want to like get tired by talking a lot. Sure. But afterwards, I'm like, hey, I can talk till I fall asleep because I ain't got no shows tomorrow. Right. So I didn't pick up any bitches after the show, so I guess I could talk to you guys. No <laughs> fucking left. Fucking bitches. Bitches. <laughs> Why are these bitches dating me? I don't know. Maybe you call them bitches all the time. <laughs> I remember my friend said that once. He's like, what the fucking bitches like me? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe you don't call them bitches so much. <laughs> like, be a big part of it, maybe. They don't, they don't really like that. They don't yeah. like that that much. You it's, know? it's not like you're like, come here, bitch. You're like, oh, Okay. You. Yeah, exactly. Like, my close friends who like were joking around, we can do that. But like, you just met this girl, dude. Right. I'll be like, yo, bitch. You know? Like, at least you like, uh, what I grew up with. Like, you can say, What's up, Shorty? What's up, Ma? But like, don't go straight to bitch. Right, right. So. right. You can't, you can't just like cut right to that. that yeah. That's kind of yeah. That's a personal thing. No, and you know when I moved to Harlem, like I okay, I saw movies where they'd be like, "Yo, Shorty," what? and I'm like, "This is crazy. That doesn't work." And and I think most women go agree it doesn't work. I'm like, yeah, but when you if you live in that culture, it works. Like yeah. not not all the time, but there are women. It's crazy. Like the reason those guys do is like there are women who respond to that. Sure. Like because it's part of their culture. So it's just just no know where you're at yeah obviously you don't go to like Park Avenue and stay outside of Chanel and be like yo bitch you know but there are parts of the you know where I grew up it's like yeah a bunch of girls 
walk by, you be like, "What's up, Shawty?" One of them will turn around, like, "What's up?" And I'm like, "Oh, that works." So, dude, I've never had the confidence. To I know, like yeah. that, bro. Never, man. Yeah. I, I use the sexy voice. <laughs> What's that? Give us the sexy voice, man. How you doing? Uh, oh shit! I turned it almost around. worked on me. I know, right? See? Okay. See? <laughs> you doing okay tonight? See, she oh my god! See, she giggled. Look at that. That's good, dude. <laughs> no, but the first time I saw it, I was like, I can't believe you got the balls to do that. Yeah. And when the girl turned around, I'm like, What are you fucking crazy? I can't believe this is working. But you know, I, I obviously, I mean, I do my own version of that, but I don't do that. But like, I le- let's actually, that's where I learned game in Harlem. I was like, Yo, it's just, it's all bravado, man. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I think it's true. And then they're going, I don't know why I'm getting in the car with you. You know, it's true. It's, it's like a Jedi mind trick. It's crazy. It's just like I've done, I've done and said crazy things where like even as it's happening, I'm like, I can't believe this shit's working. Right. But I'm like, don't don't break, don't break. Just keep it going. Just keep it going. You know. So uh, anything you want to plug that you got coming up? <laughs> Nothing, dude. Just on the road, right? Now. I mean, I'm I'm trying to. I mean, we're all. I'm always. You know, I, I submitted last year trying to get a Netflix special, and uh, I'm gonna. I'm sure I'll submit again sometime this year. But again, nothing right now. Like like I said, I had my second Comedy Central half hour. It actually came out like a year ago. I just say I like to say he just taped. I think you can say he just taped for like two years. You know. Yeah, I yeah. think that that's legit. Yeah, but it, yeah. you know, but it, it aired. No one saw it because no one watches TV. But like so, a lot of the new kids don't. They don't. They really no one don't. watches it. Sometimes they will rerun my first one, and I'll get messages like, "Oh wow, I just saw your premiere." And I'm like, "Yeah, that premiere like in 2011." 2011. Yeah. <laughs> but people like they they don't know. You yeah. know or show, or my Showtime thing will rerun, and I'm like, "Can't they see like I don't I don't you know my it's, hair doesn't look like that anymore." So weird. But it's no weird. one no one pays attention. So I'm like, again, I don't know. Is that to our advantage or disadvantage? I can't tell what, if it's good or bad. Thing. It's, it's hard to tell nowadays. But uh, social media, where can people find your stuff? Oh, you can always find me on Elliot Chang Official. That's my YouTube channel. Oh, and I always just say one L, one T. That's a big yeah. mistake that I don't say it often enough on stage because people can't find me because they spell it with two L's or right. whatever. Yeah. And I and I made that mistake yeah, when, no, it's, when it's, I first saw that I was I was featuring for it. I, I was putting two. L's, I was like, where is he? Yeah, it's a very com- yeah. yeah. I was named after T. S. Eliot, the poet. Oh, awesome! So when Eliot's a last name, it's one L, one T. When it's a first name, it's two L's. You know, but it's Eliot Chang official. Um, and if you just type that in, or if you just type in Eliot Chang comedian, you'll find me. I have like five hundred over at least over five hundred videos on YouTube. Uh, like I said, 18 million views. Uh, I got heckler videos. Um, I've, I've got a lot of dating advice videos, which I never thought would be the thing that would take off. But I was just throwing everything at the wall. And, and that's and that's what's stuck. It's like yeah. people like heckler videos, dating advice videos. I have a couple of like hidden camera live pickup videos. I don't have a lot of them, but I have a few. Yeah. Uh, I just don't have the time to do them all the time. People are always like, do more of those. I'm like, I don't have the time. It's, sure. It takes, I need to hire other people to follow me around. It's, it's, it's a big process, but like, sure. you know, vlogs and heckler videos are easy to make. So. Yeah. But that's and, it. And they're genius. That's, that was Thank one you. of the things that, that Dave and I, when we were, we were doing some research on you uh, before this weekend, that, that was one of the things we lo- we locked in on. And I told David, I said, I'm half tempted to do crowd work just to get him fired up and do stuff. <laughs> and then I was like, nah, I can't do that to him. But I, like, I was so tempted because yeah. like, I love crowd work. Yeah. And I get him talking, and then you'd be like, bam, bam. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I love crowd work too. And it's funny, like, I'm lucky that I've had good heckler interactions. But people ask me, do you love it when it happens? I'm like, no, I don't love it when it happens because I'd rather do my act. Right. And I'm glad it worked out to be funny. So I put it on YouTube. But as you guys know, like, well, I'm only putting stuff on YouTube that ended up being funny. There's a lot of interactions I'm that, like, sure. that are uncomfortable. You're like, oh, there's nothing salvageable. Right. This is now just an awkward moment we're all sharing. So I'd rather don't don't come and heckle me. <laughs> like, right. If there's a heckler, I'll take care of it. I'll try to make it funny. But sure. but please, people, if you're my fans, don't be like, I'm your biggest fan, so I'm going to come and heckle you. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny, man, because, yeah, that's your reputation. I know, I know. And you're like, no, don't do that. 
yeah. to me, yeah. man. At the same, t- I mean, at the same time, I don't tell people. You know, if someone goes, "Oh, your reputation's your heckler killer," I don't say, "Fuck you!" Don't call me that because I'm like, look, whatever gets my attention on right, me, bingo. I'll take it. Eyes yeah. are on my eyes on my video, I'll take it. But I'm just saying in general, don't come with the purpose of heckling. Right, right. 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 Well, guys, uh, we're at the end of wrapping oh my up God. our first uh, half hour for Patreon fans. Uh, you get to get some bonus feature that we're going to film here in a second, and uh, so you want to make sure you check that out. But uh, you know, Ellie, you got any final thoughts for this uh, free segment here? No, um, I had a great time with Josh and David. They're hilarious comics. You see their names anywhere on a marquee, go see them. You know, um, they're good dudes, Thanks, but man. also good comics. You know, more importantly, obviously. But uh, no, I, I had a blast. Thank you for even having me on this. I appreciate. Thank this. you, man. Um, Thank no. you for being a cool headliner too, brother. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I try. I asked him, I was like, "What do you want me to say for your credits?" He's like, ah, "I don't know, man. Yeah. Just anything, dude." And I'm I, like, I love so that. humble, man. That, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. I just, oh, no, no, no. He's, he's like, <laughs> my parents made my parents raised me right. <laughs> David, you got anything right? No, man. Uh, I'd like for everybody uh, to follow me at David Williams Comedy, yeah. Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Absolutely. all that stuff, man. And uh, yeah, look for me. Absolutely. Well, you guys catch these guys online, and uh, definitely if you have an opportunity to see anybody here, please definitely do that. But for Elliot Chang and David Williams, my name is Josh Harm. We'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs>